welcome everybody to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. I am so worked up about today's show and I'm uh, excited to tell you about it. Today we're going to be talking about a bigger, better deal. Yeah. (laughs) What does that mean? Well, it always means, you know, sometimes they refer to it as the grass is always greener on the other side of the fence. And you know what? Why not? In this day and age, you are bombarded by advertisements, news, social media. It's absolutely no wonder that our minds also wander in the love department. So you're dating somebody or perhaps you're married to somebody, but you've always got you know, a scant eye looking over there to see if you can upgrade, to see if you can do better. So today we're going to talk about some of the reasons as to what takes it from just looking around, which is human nature, to you actually do it. You actually trade in the old model just like a used car for the new model because you think you can do better, right? All right, you got to call us on this topic. I'm sure all of you had a, had a situation where you dumped somebody and did the trade up, or maybe you're the one that got dumped and she traded you up. So call us at 951-922-3532. That number again is 951-922-3532. Or you can call directly right from my mobile app. Just go to the section that says listen live and there's a one-touch button there that'll call the station directly. So I'm waiting for your call. Make that happen. All right. So I've been a little bit sick from last week. Um, If you happen to have missed last week's show, we were joined by my host, Camden McKinnis, as we talked about dating and relationships. Basically, the bottom line that he summed up uh, with regard to my presentation in my book is, if you master yourself, you'll master women. And I agree with that assessment. I mean, we can talk about women all day long, but really it's about fine-tuning yourself and becoming more aware and more evolved. And as you become more aware, everything in life gets easier, not just women, but, you know, your, your other relationships, your jobs, your interactions with people, your sales, your presentations, whatever it is, uh, when your awareness goes up, everything gets better. So that's basically what we talked about, and you won't want to miss that show. Um, You can find it on the mobile app to my on-demand library. We're also on SoundCloud and TuneIn if you haven't downloaded the app. To download the app, by the way, super easy. Just go to Google, type in the search box, the Men's Advocate Show mobile app, and it'll come right up. It's platforms uh, in Google Play and the iTunes Store, so you can't miss it. And then we had a great show from two weeks ago, Parental Alienation from a Child's Point of View. This is a different take on this uh, agenda than from what we've normally heard up until this point. It's when your child refuses to speak to you, he rejects, he or she rejects your love, denies your involvement in their life, and they are just angry and hurt. And as your relationship slips away, you need real solutions and fast. So I want you to join my guest from the show, from that show, um, Ryan Thomas, to show you how you can either reconnect with that child or if that relationship is hanging by a thread, how you can strengthen that thread and turn it into a nice solid rope that you are tethered to each other as it should be. Okay? All right. All right, let's dive back into our topic today, bigger, better deal syndrome. Now, it seems to be affecting all of us in one way or another that, um, You know, you're not just looking at what's in front of you. You're not happy with that, that you are going astray. And worse than going astray, you're going ahead with the deal. You're cutting off your existing partner. And we're going to take a look at 
why some of this behavior is actually happening. All right. So I was um, doing a little research on this topic, and somebody brought to my attention this story from Car Talk, which is an NPR Saturday morning talk show where people call in with their car problems. (laughs) Who knew that we were going to get a relationship question on a car show but anyway it it went something like this um the caller calls in a few months ago about relationship longevity as it related to the relationship longevity um that one has with their cars he found that within his family he has a big family so he looked around and evaluated the 30 people and he looked around his family that those who were always trading up for the BBD in cars found themselves looking and feeling the same way towards their spouse. BBD, of course, if I refer to it in that way, means bigger, better deal. So he says that if I look within my family, to those who are always getting new cars are divorced. Sometimes, several times over, while those who are willing to stick it out with the same car, fixing it up, driving it until it dies are in marriages that are well over 25 years. And there are several friends and family this applies to. (laughs) It's an interesting concept, but I I think it absolutely is true. I mean, I'm kind of like this with with regard to um, the place where I live. You know, it's the standard here in California, especially Los Angeles, is the average person moves every two years. And I'm such a homebody. It's like I stay put for at least 10 years. And I'm always tinkering. I'm always trying to upgrade. I'm always trying to find a new corner to attack and, you know, make my home my own, so to speak. So to speak. So I'm not really doing the bigger, better deal and, you know, moving around locations every two years. A lot of you do, and I get it, um, but it, that, that's not me. <clears throat> so if some of you might be wondering, what is the situation with BBD? And some psychologists might say that we can attribute this syndrome to pride, which is always wanting and expecting something better because somehow we're entitled to it. We deserve a hotter partner, a better quality living room, a bigger car, a higher paying job, etc., etc. And so we sit there across the proverbial table, taking in the option across from us and wondering, is this the best deal that I can get? Wow. Yeah. All right. So... Let's take a look at that word pride. What does it mean? Here are some common uh, synonyms for that word. Arrogance, conceit, smugness, self-importance, vanity, and superiority. Wow. You know what? I, if you ask me my definition of this, to sum it all up, I think it just means the opposite of being grateful. So if you're always looking around, it means that you're not grateful for what you have. And that could be your car, your apartment, or in this case, you know, your lover, right? So, um, you know, why, why does this occur? And I think a lot of times it occurs because either A, we're not ready to be in a relationship, or B, we need to work on ourselves. So... You know, you're, which again leads to you're not ready. So instead of looking around, if you find yourself constantly looking around, maybe it's time to do a self-check and upgrade ourselves before we start looking around. Find out, you know, get to the bottom of what that angst is, and it might not be your partner at all, right? It might be something within you that's creating this momentum, that's creating this behavior. Make sense? All right. Well, if you've just joined us, you're currently listening to The Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. We are talking about the bigger, better deal. 
what causes somebody to not only look but to move around? So call us on this on this topic, 951-922-3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. We'll catch you right back after the break. Hey guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's themensadvocate.com slash coaching. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We will be discussing men's issues, dating, relationships, sex, women, fitness, health, business, hobbies, men's rights, and more. She will be talking about excerpts from her men's book, Mastering Women, too. Google KMET Advocate and save to your favorites every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time. We proudly rejoin our programming with The Men's Advocate Show with your host, Linda Gross. On KMET, 1490 AM, Smart Talk. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today we are talking about the Bigger Better Deal. Are you not only looking around, but you're actually taking action? You're dumping your current uh, boyfriend or girlfriend because, or, or spouse, and you're just moving on. Like, what's gotten to you? What's gotten you to that point? Before we get into this topic a little bit further, uh, we have a caller on the line. We have Sherman from Las Vegas. Welcome, Sherman, to the show. Oh, hi. It's uh, Sherman here, and uh, I just wanted to give you a little bit of a background. Uh, the person is Ray Magliazzi, who is the talk show host of uh, Car Talk, and he took over his brother Tom, who died a couple of years ago, and I would listen to that show all the time. But anyway, uh, <laughs> just to give you the background on that. But yeah. anyway, I digress. Uh I think also it could be a third option, and that could be just that uh, you might also have cultural similarities get along. I'll just briefly give an example. Uh, I don't even think it's necessarily trading up. It's always more than one factor. The girl I was with before was in L.A. This girl is in Las Vegas. She can communicate with my family and speak Russian. So it's not just that always or trading up. Sometimes I think there's more than one factor and there's a better situation. But I just wanted to get your feedback on that some more. And uh, I'll let you answer my questions and continue listening to the show. Absolutely. Thank you so much for your comment. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, cultural differences, of course. But, you know, why wasn't that decision-making done at the onset? like before this person became a spouse or your girlfriend, right? So, right. you know, yes, cultural differences absolutely can be a deal breaker. You know, it might be, you know, she might be a good looker and she might be very attractive and that's what caught your eye and that's all well and good. But then again, the person, the guy doesn't have to upgrade this person to a girlfriend status or a wife status. So I would say, you know, be a little bit more selective at the onset because that's when you have the power and control and you're not really hurting too much as you would later in life <laughs> when you get deeper and deeper uh, involved with this person, right? Makes right. sense, I, I guess. 
Sure. I just wanted to also add, it wasn't just cultural, but it was also logistics as well. So more than one thing, but you're absolutely right. And I agree with your author too, uh, that you need to master yourself first before you get into a relationship and master women. So thank you very much for your input. I'll just uh, enjoy listening to the rest of the show. Thank you so much. All right. We'll speak again. Thank you. Okay. So we were talking about um, killing the pride before we took the call. And, uh, you know, I said it's just the opposite of some of these traits of why one looks around and follows through with it is because you're just not being grateful. So, you know, one good place to start is how about starting with gratitude? How about starting with appreciating what you have, right? Because it, it creates a shift in what you're doing to where, um, you know, you do appreciate that which comes into your life. I mean, it only makes sense. So I would say, you know, do that. Another way to overcome the bigger, better deal syndrome is, come on, let's get back to basics. What qualities do you really need? A lot of times I see people, especially women, they have, you know, a quality list of like 50 characteristics that they're looking for. And, of course, like who can measure up to all 50, right? So, um, you know, they're constantly searching. They're constantly on the go. So I would say to the woman, quit spreading yourself too thin. Looking for more and more qualities just weakens your reserves. Now, occasionally men have this syndrome too, but um, it actually weakens your reserves. Be focused on a few things, and it will serve you better because to continually focus on 50 things, 60 things, 80 things, whatever it is, is really just an episode in self-sabotage that you're really just not wanting to be in a relationship uh, maybe you have fear of being hurt. Maybe something traumatic happened in your in your childhood, right? And you just don't want to revisit those feelings. So you need to heal from whatever it is that's making you feel this way. Oftentimes it is something that was a childhood event. Just get down to basics and get that handled. And with regard, just like with work, you can't be scattered and be working on 20 things at the same time. It just doesn't work well. Especially we as women, we think we can multitask, but really it just splits our energies and then we're good at none of the 10 tasks. You know, just take one task, put it on your desk, work on that one task, task until you're done and then move on to the next task i think that's what you should do with regard to relationships as well next up practice simplicity at times you don't always have to have a steak and lobster dinner you know sometimes mac and cheese is a good choice as well so for the women who are constantly looking for the bigger better deal um you know who wouldn't want to go to a fancy restaurant, a fancy expensive restaurant, right? Of course we all would. But it doesn't mean to say that you need to have a daily diet of that. In fact, if you had a daily diet of that, um, you know, you might tack on the extra pounds or you might have some other health issues like gout and come on, you really don't want to go there. So I would say um, not only with your food choices, but with your relationship choices, just keep it simple. I mean, pick like five things that are must-haves or five things that are deal killers. And, you know, just focus on the simplest stuff is actually going to bring you happiness. And it'll actually create a vacuum. It will open a door for something to come into your life that you hadn't even expected. You didn't even know you like this attribute or this characteristic, right? So if you're open to it and not get so specific, then I think it will actually uh, do more good than harm. All right. And, you know, like I say, if you're always searching, it means you're not ready. So let this be a siren call. Let it be your wake-up call that if you notice or a family member or a friend notices this characteristic about you, 
it means that you're not ready. So why not take a time out, take three months out, take six months out, whatever it is, and do some introspection and get better at this. Get better at yourself, you know, and before you can't present yourself to the world until you are ready. So it's just kind of a mirror that, hey, you're not ready. All right. <laughs> so let's take a look about uh, what we know about women and bigger, better deal. Now, there is a profoundly simple truth that men need to know, and that is this. Women leave men they love. Yeah, you heard me say it. They absolutely do. Okay, they might feel terrible about it. It tears their heart out of them. But guess what? They do it anyway. They rally their courage, you know, and their resources, and then they leave. Women leave men with whom they have children, homes, and lives, and they still do it. So here's what I have to say about that. Because men are so busy looking at women, they often neglect listening to women. The number one reason that I hear that women leave is because she doesn't feel listened to. Did you hear me? Doesn't feel listened to. So yes, a man's primary trait is visual. And go, I'm not saying to not do the visual because that's what you're going to do. That's what your bodies are programmed to do. You're looking for uh, physically attractive women. Biologically speaking, this is the way it is because uh, as men, you subconsciously choose a woman who is fit to bear your offspring. And you want to have offspring that are healthy, right? So that's why you're constantly looking at the visual to make sure you check that box. Now, I agree here, and, I, you, you know, I'm not asking you to stop that behavior. I'm asking you to be inclusive. So what turns, that's what turns you on is the visual. But what turns her on is what she hears from you, okay? So along that same line, women are auditorily oriented by what they hear, right? So when she gets the sensation, gets the feeling that you're not listening to her, then she's going to check out. She's just not interested because she feels unworthy of your time and attention because you're not listening. All right, let that sink in. Another reason why a woman might, might leave is because their man is not present. He's working, golfing, gaming, watching TV, fishing. I mean, you name it. The list is very long. Now, it's not to say that these are bad men. They are good men. They are good fathers. They support their family. They're nice. They're likable. But they take their wife for granted. And they're either physically or emotionally not there. So... No woman wants to have a relationship with a wall, you know? I mean, it's like talking to a brick wall. There's no interaction there, or you might be physically there, but you're checked out. You know, you're playing your video games, or you're watching the football game, or whatever it is. You are checked out. And that goes against what I write in my book, Second C, which is to connect with her. You want to find common ground, common interest, common ways to interact with her that you both enjoy, activities that you both enjoy. And by failing to do that, it breaks that bond. And women need that bond. Absolutely, they need that bond. Now, you don't have to do it 24-7. But I would say 
once a day for five minutes. I mean, that's not a lot to ask, okay? And then maybe once a week, you do an activity together. Maybe you both like hiking or maybe you both like movies or whatever it is. You do an activity together to reconnect with that person. Makes sense, right? So, I mean, these are not, you know, hard things. They're easy to do, but I need you to see where you're going wrong because, you know, they always say, you know, women stick together with family and children, but you know what? She's going to break that bond. If you are not doing her core needs, she's going to throw the family and children out the window because of some of these attributes that I am mentioning that are just deal breakers for her. Okay? All right. <laughs> um. You know, the thing about not being physically or emotionally present, I want to tell you a personal story. Um, the very first guy who proposed to me, he had all these great attributes. I mean, he was very likable. He had a decent job. He was good looking. Um, he was very generous to me, very kind to me. But you know what? The minute I said yes to the proposal, he had checked out. That's another bad thing that men do is they check it off their list. You know, that mission has already been accomplished and they're they're moving on <laughs> to their own version of bigger, better deal. Right. Because, you know, the woman has said yes. So after a couple of months of being ignored, you know, I felt like, OK, I just, you know, got checked off the list. But what about me? Why aren't you getting taking this time of our engagement to even get to know me better. But the opposite of that was attracting. So you know what? As it got closer to the wedding date, I had to call it off. Like about a month before the wedding date, I had to call it off because he was ignoring me, which is the opposite of connect with me. And he had to go. He was a great guy. And, you know, I have second thoughts about this person. Uh, I had second thoughts about this person person for a very long time, but I kept coming back to my gut says I'm being ignored and I don't like the feeling of being ignored. So I did the right thing. I cut him off. So don't let that be you. Another reason why your wife might be straying is your wife is not your property. She doesn't owe you her soul. So, you know, come from that point of view that she doesn't owe you anything just like you don't owe her your salary or your paycheck you know she you don't own your wife like she's she's a you know piece of cattle or something like that I mean she's not an object so she's got feelings and you need to cherish her okay men like to be appreciated Women do not need to be appreciated. Women need to be cherished, which is a slightly different word than appreciated. All right. So when we come, if you've just tuned in, we're, you're listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. You are listening to today's show, Bigger, Better Deal. Okay, so when we come back from the break, we'll go over some other reasons as to why your wife or your girlfriend is straying and looking for that better deal. Let it not be you. Okay, we'll catch you right back after the break. You've had a long day. You just want to escape the world, and you know just the place to do it. Round up your mates and head over to Henson Brewing Company, Burbank's premier craft brewery. Quality, complexity, and always easy to drink. Follow our progress and support us on Facebook and Kickstarter. Coming summer 2017. Henson Brewing Company. Come as you are. Hi, guys. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show. Linda Gross wants you to know what turns a woman on and makes her go wild so she just can't help herself. Check out Linda's book, Mastering Women, Real Truth About Women That'll Change Your Life Forever. Linda gives you all the insider tips on how to catch a woman and, if you want, to keep her. In four easy steps, these proven techniques will make women just melt. Ever wonder why the girl you really liked seemed to be great when you met, then all of a sudden just goes cold on you and turns you off? 
Linda will also let you know what not to do on a date. Never blow it again by losing another hot woman. You don't have to be good looking or even have money. Her book, Mastering Women, is available in paperback and ebook. Men, Linda's on your side. So buy her book, Mastering Women. Buy it for now. And don't keep your women waiting another minute. Get Mastering Women today. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Now back to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMET 1490 AM. Where men can be men. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today we are talking about the bigger, better deal. Yep. Maybe it's been you, maybe you've dumped your partner, or maybe you were the one who was dumped. Call us with your comments, your story, or your question about this topic at 951-922-3532, 951-922-3532. All right, another reason why she might be dumping you is she wants to feel your passion and you know, quick sex is fun, groping sex is fun occasionally, but not as, you know, not as a general diet from her point of view. It might, might work for you, and I'm sure it does work for you, but from her point of view, she wants, you know, she wants it more between the ears. <laughs> and again, it goes back to the hearing thing, like how you present it. Uh, the tone of your voice and the sexiness of your voice and the the low register of your voice, you know, all these things add up to how this plays, how the sex act plays up in her mind. So the more you can do to set, the better. Uh, like I say, if you're going on a date at 7 p.m. and let's say you've been, you know, on a half a dozen dates with her or so forth, start the sexting early in the day. And it just, it could be a one-liner or a few words and maybe two or three uh, sextings, uh, you know, during the day. But, you know, you got to get her juices going. It can't just all be, you know, groping and all for you and quick sex and, you know, whatever you want to do. So mix it up, you know, occasionally get, you know, get on her track as to what might turn her on. Okay, it's it's two sided here. So, you know, you need you need to uh, discover what makes her tick. All right. Okay, so let's shift gears a little bit. And I want to talk to you about the seven most common reasons. Oh, before we get into that topic, just really quick. I mentioned the word cherish. Now, men like to be appreciated the um, similar word but is more applicable for women is the word cherished. And I want to give you that definition. It says to protect and care for someone lovingly, um, to hold something dear or to keep someone in one's mind. Okay. Um, some, other ad some other synonyms are admire, appreciate, adore, care for, cultivate, embrace, defend, encourage. You, you get the meaning here. So, um, yeah, those are, those are the types of feelings that she likes to feel from you that you're giving her. And again, it speaks to, if, you, if you've read my book, Mastering Women, which you can find uh, on Amazon, both in the paperback and ebook version, it relates to the third C, the third core drive that women absolutely must have, and that is caring, third C. Okay, so the premise of my book is that there are 
animal drives and cognitive drives that each of the sexes have, some of those drives overlap in a, in a bigger sense. But when you get down to the top four, it's my contention that if a man does these top four attributes, he can win over any woman at any time. And those attribu- attributes are confidence, connect with her, caring, and character. Okay? And the men, conversely, also have their set of traits that, that they are turned on by. And they're not the same as women. Like their top 20 might be similar, um, but the top four are absolutely not similar. They're related, but they're not similar. And we're, we're going to talk about those in just a second. So <clears throat> I wanted to get into, okay, where did that go? One second. I wanted to get into what what a guy is uh, looking at and what's making him choose the bigger, better deal. So most marriages can recover from short periods of unhappiness, poor communication, and conflict. The bad news is that for many couples, periods of unhappiness grow longer, communication becomes weaker, and disagreements and conflict then lead to anger, resentment, and apathy, which ultimately leads to all, leads all partners, you know, it leads all partners to check out, which is not what you want to have happen. So here are some of the most common reasons that men check out. So number one, they don't feel appreciated. Now in my book, I I call this core four, the third core four, not appreciated. So when a husband feels underappreciated, he's more likely to show resentment than love. Besides being connected sexually and emotionally, one of the biggest requirements for marriage is recognizing how the two of you connect on mundane issues, like figuring out who's going to drive the carpool, how the mortgage is going to get paid, and which one is which one of you is heading out to get more toilet paper. All right? So men who aren't appreciated feel disillusioned by the realities of their marriage. Um, they're they're dis- disillusioned disillusioned by the realities of their marriage and are at risk for divorce. So I'm giving you this list because a lot of times men don't connect with their feelings. So I want you to put the feeling to a word to figure out why you want to stray or why you want to leave. And hopefully this will be of some value to you when you attach a word to the feeling. And in that way, you can choose to address whatever that broken area is in your marriage or in your relationship, or you can choose to move on. You know, in some cases, I guess it does make sense to move on. Another thing that a lot of men are at odds with their spouse over is spending. Men are often disgruntled about their partner's poor financial decisions, especially if if the husband is the higher earner in the household. So when men say something like, my spouse spends all the money we make, what's often beneath that complaint is a feeling that his spouse takes him for granted. So that's the area that you need to address. And that's not necessarily the money, but it how it makes you feel who wants to be taken for granted right I mean that's not going to serve anybody so the underlying feeling from most of these guys is that it would be okay if only their spouse would acknowledge it and say thank you once in a while which goes back to appreciated which is in my book, that's a core drive for men is being appreciated, feeling appreciated. Next up, someone cheated. Now, infidelity is often brought up as the crisis that led to filing divorce papers, but the marital problems are usually much bigger than that. So when a man leaves his marriage because of infidelity, it's pretty likely that the decision wasn't made solely on the affair. 
other factors usually played into why he had an affair and in turn why that eventually led to a divorce. Now, it's safe to say that most affairs don't usually happen in a very happy marriage. Okay. Next up, they don't have anything in common with their spouse anymore. Okay, like I was saying, there goes that second C, connect with her again. So when that connection is broken and the guy feels like he doesn't have anything in common with her anymore, yeah, he's going to start searching for that BBD. So here's the deal. You know, I mean, the sexes operate from very different vantage points. When men get married, they think that their partner will stay the same over the upcoming years. But when women get married, they think that they will change their partner over the coming years and change them for the better. So since both partners have such opposite views on this, you really need to change. And perhaps change isn't the right word, but you both have to, shall we say, grow. That's a better word. That mutual growth is the glue that keeps you together. It keeps that connection fresh. Like I say, second C, connect with her. It keeps it fresh. So... Rather than saying you don't have anything in common, look for things that you start with the things that you do have in common and use that as a jump point to smooth out the areas that are that are really divergent in your life. So what I would do as a little task is maybe map out the 10 favorite things that you like to do and the 10 favorite things that she likes to do and toss out the outliers, toss out, you know, the top 20% and the bottom 20% of your list and see if the, the items that are in the middle part of your list, see if they can overlap. All right. And if they don't overlap at all, you know, one of you is going to have to compromise. Maybe um, the husband compromises on even months and the wife compromises on odd months. And just so if just so there's balance there, if there's balance, then both parties are going to be happy. Now, there, you know, I say toss out the top 10 10 to 20 percent and the bottom 10 to 20 percent and that's because there's certain things that you're just never gonna do I mean a guy generally is never gonna you know go to the ballet because that's just not his deal so um, you know and there's certain things where where you shouldn't be doing them in other words you shouldn't be going to the mall with her it might be a favorite pastime of hers um, but that's not something that I endorse for a guy. So vice versa. So take all the ones that are in the middle of both of your lists and find common ground. Or if you can't find common ground, then you're going to have to trade off with the compromise thing and just make it work. Okay? And as you do it more and more often, she will see that you're paying attention and she'll see that you're participating, which is also connect with her and that's what brings the love back that's what helps you grow you know grow together so you know when a guy says something like well we don't share any common interests anymore you know let's say for example he wants to go snorkeling and you know but his wife wants to go to a luxury hotel in Paris um, and they can't seem to find things activities that they would agree on so you know, the way that a guy interprets this not being on the same page, uh, I know it's a jump and a leap, and men shouldn't come to this conclusion, but when men feel that they have uh, differences that can't be resolved, um, what they relate that to is a sense of no longer being respected. See? Because you, you feel like you're not on the same wavelength as your spouse. So not being respected is, as I say in my book, um, it's, the, it's also a men's, it's the men's fourth core forward drive. So it's way up there for men. So, 
you know, don't let this be, don't let this be you. You've got to work these things out. So like I say, either find commonality or find uh, something that you guys can take turns compromising on. Next up, men feel inadequate. When men act out, meaning, and here's how they act out. They, they're, they're not going to out and out tell you that, oh, I feel inadequate because they're not in, a lot of men are not really in touch with their feelings. But here's what it will look like. Um, he'll cheat, he'll yell, or try to control their partner. And they do these behaviors because they feel inadequate. Hmm. All right. So something to consider. Okay, so what's the opposite of feeling inadequate? Accepted, which is my men's second core four drive, accepted. So both of you have to come up with uh, reasons or situations that help endorse a man feeling accepted. What's usually driving them to act out? comes from a deep fear that they are not measuring up in their partner's eyes. So men take this activity very strongly. So it's it's not a hard, you know, not a hard thing to solve, but they just can't, a lot of men just can't verbalize what it is they're feeling, and you both have to you know, open up your eyes and do some soul searching and to kind of get to the bottom of what's happening here. So here's a common negative cycle that happens with regard to like when men feel they don't measure up is, you know, she feels alone, so she criticizes. And the more she criticizes, the more he feels inadequate. The more he feels inadequate, the more he turns away from marriage and gets lost in self-destructive and relationship destructive behaviors it's a really painful cycle so um, yeah that might be an area for you guys to look at next up is sex is either lackluster or completely non-existent so when a man complains about his lacking sex life, the underlying concern for a man is that his spouse usually no longer finds him physically attractive. Now, the scale of attractiveness is how men judge women. So they assume that women are using the same yardstick. The trouble is women do not use the same yardstick when it comes to attractiveness or sex. Women cheat for reasons that are far from attractiveness. The number one reason women cheat is because they're pissed, pissed over something that you did or didn't do. That's number one. So it has nothing to do with whether the person is attractive or not. Women also cheat for additional reasons. For example, she wanted her kids to go to the right school district or she liked all the fancy restaurants or vacations that you guys took. So if you get to the bottom of this equation and it's an answer like this, you have every right to leave the relationship. She likes what you provide rather than you the person. So that's an eye-opener. Who are you with? So you have to get to the bottom of what's motivating her to be with you and then you can figure out, you know, why she might stray. So now why is it that a man does cheat? It's usually because he finds her no longer attractive. Maybe she has gained some weight or maybe she has otherwise let herself go, like wearing pajamas all day or not fixing her hair. Maybe she only likes sex a certain way or at a certain time where he needs more variety or adventure. Maybe it has nothing to do with any of this. Maybe it has, maybe it's her attitude. Maybe she's been a constant complainer and is just not fun to be around. All right. So some, some areas to explore. Next up is men don't feel that their needs are being recognized or validated. Uh, again, I call this in my book accepted. It's it's a men's core four uh, trait. So when a marriage hits a rough patch, what's needed most 
even more than problem solving is empathy. So when a husband suspects his partner cares very little about his well-being and how he's affected by their marriage problems, he's likely to grow disillusioned. And so I call this third C caring. It's the opposite of caring, right? And that's what what causes him to push away. So the lack of caring leads you to believe that you don't matter. And who wants to feel like that? Of course he's going to push away. Of course he's going to look for a BBD, right? So the husband feels hopeless that the marriage can change for the better, that there, um, if the husband feels hopeless that the marriage can change for the better, there is an increased risk of divorce. So each partner needs to feel like what they feel matters. Otherwise, it's not going to work. And then lastly, men feel like they're no longer needed. I call this one the first core for drive for men. Um, if the characteristic they used to provide is no longer necessary or has been replaced, men feel displaced, like they, have, they no longer have a purpose. This is very shaky ground for men. Men have to feel value or they are lost. If the item really did get replaced or done away with, the couple need to figure out what new element the man can provide to get his chops back. All right. You've been listening to the Men's Advocate Show. There are several ways you can show your love. Listen, call, like our fan page, follow, comment, share, tell a friend, start with my Amazon link, download my app, and buy my book on Amazon. These are all ways that you can help support the show. We thank you very much for joining us today. Join us each and every Wednesday. 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll see you next week on the Men's Advocate Show.